0: It's
1: a garden state of mind. Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time. Football kids the movies about crime. It's a
0: garden state of mind. Hello and welcome back to Garden State of Mind, South Jersey's most melancholy podcast, episode 44. I am one of your hosts, John. With me here, I have Jeff. Jeff, how are you this week?
2: Great Johnny I Good to talk. It,
0: yeah, It's very good to be back. We've been off for... Uh, I want to say two weeks now, um, but before I get into anything, please, everyone, remember to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. We picked up some new listeners from Game of Thrones, um, so that was pretty nice. I think that was a nice outcome to all the Game of Thrones talk that we did, actually finding some new listeners and hopefully people that are going to stick around and um, see what else we want to we wanna do with Sopranos and all the other series that we're interested in reviewing. Plus, all just all the good bachelorette and NFL talk that you're going to get.
2: Oh yeah, how are you feeling about the end of Thrones?
0: Now it's been a uh,
2: couple weeks.
0: It has. Um, it was like a whole range of emotions. I, I I would say you know I had that slight tinge of anger right immediately following the finale, and we talked about it. And we then thought, I watched we yeah we talked about it for like two hours and then I watched uh, what was it called the last watch the documentary on HBO
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm still halfway through it, believe it or not. I'm, I'm oh, ditched, I'
0: I yeah. won't yeah I won't give any spoilers or anything like that. Um, I will say that watching that documentary softened me. It softened my view. Um, yeah. I, I, you know I still stand by you know they, the writers screwed up. Um and, and you know, whatever I reconciled I mean, with
2: that. You're softened because it's, it was such an ordeal? I mean...
0: No. To, I, oh. I think just the commitment that everyone had to... Not that it was an ordeal. I mean, there were a, a lot of people that made large commitments to the show. I think, look, if you say everyone outside of the writers did everything that they could to make it the greatest show in the history of television. Because in, in, in a lot of ways... It, it won in, in, in a lot of different categories, um, not the writing. The writing was fantastic for, I mean, I honestly, I was okay with last season, but whatever, people take out last season. So, say, for six seasons, it's pretty fucking awesome writing. Acting was always great. Directing, yeah. always great. Um, they, they, they blew it towards the end there, but I think watching the documentary, just kind of seeing them go through it, Watching the actors um, reading through the scripts when they're doing their final reads, you know, seeing those real human reactions to the story, or just finding out, you know, when they find out major plot points. I don't know. You just kind of connected it with, or I, I felt connected to the people that were working on the show. Being a fan of it for all these years, so it, it just it just softened my opinion, or or just made me step back and say, dude, it's just a TV show. Relax, you know. It's, it's not the end of the world that they didn't end it perfectly.
2: I think that's just my outlook now. And probably maybe maybe that'll be mine too. I don't know. I haven't you know, sadly, I really haven't thought about it too much since. That's um, good. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
0: we all got I've our cert- fucking lives back.
2: Right, I've certainly moved on. I was I, I was busy with a party of course. We can talk about but I I don't know like does does hair and makeup have to be such an undertaking. Like it, are the cameras that sensitive that Khaleesi needs to be in getting her wig done for like four hours in the morning? Like is that really necessary? I,
0: I don't know that it's necessary. I think the end product was was good. Would we know if
2: she wasn't if her hair wasn't exactly perfect or the or the Night King's prosthetic? I mean can't couldn't he just throw on a mask and then they, you know, they work on him for a few minutes and then it's over i mean i, I think i think you know these productions they when they, when they have all the all the extras and they're all you know making their face a little dirty with makeup and then like you know there's 300 people in a room you know getting ready and wearing stuff and you you know they're they're quintessential extra they're just there you you, you don't notice them you don't know what their makeup was looking like i mean you know, I mean, I get it. It's a big undertaking, but
0: I don't know. Ah, oh, you're so you're still so negative on it all. No, I just I, can't even appreciate the. I mean, just the, the the. I think the the small details are pretty cool. I, mean, I I like that. Not every show goes to that length. You
2: know, I don't. I don't know if we would. I'm not. I'm not even talking about Game of Thrones at this point. I'm saying, would would we really miss it if the makeup was a little bit off? <laughs> no, <laughs> or week? No. I no. It, it 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 shouldn't be a three a.m. call time, for the Khaleesi. They
0: found perfectionists in their crafts, though, Don't you think? I mean, that's that that's what it came across. That's what it. You didn't see the whole thing yet, but I mean, that's kind of how it came across to me. They just they wanted it to be perfect, and they knew the whole world was watching. You know, a few seasons in. I,
2: it well, most of the scenes. And especially the long night ones that I've seen so far, you know, they were pretty bright, okay? So you're already doing something with the colors anyway in editing or whatever you're doing. I mean, you, you can edit out coffee cups now. like give me a break with all <laughs> with all the makeup. I think I think makeup groups in general, it's like a some sort of self-sustaining, you know union that they just you know they it has to be the most important thing in the world, this makeup.
0: I gotta be honest with you. When we said we were gonna talk Game of Thrones, I think we we're gonna go down the makeup and uh, wardrobe path. You you really <laughs> took this in a direction I wasn't I, and it wasn't planned for. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. I was I thought we were gonna talk about you know Jon Snow going into rehab and uh, everything else, but it,
2: it, you know if you're green, all right, here you go. If 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 you're long night, if if the actors are outside and basically in the middle of three huge green screens, why did it have to be outside at all? Why does it have to be night at all? Why does it have to be a night shoot? Just go inside, just build a fucking hangar, and there's your studio. The guy with the snow is picking up snow, moving snow. There's mud all over the place. They're in Iceland, and they're still adding in CGI waterfalls. I mean... Just go in a studio. We would have know the difference. Look at The Sopranos. That's not that. That house was a studio when it was daytime. There's lights outside the windows that we don't see. When it's nighttime, it's dark. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, it's it's the, isn't the magic of Hollywood at a certain, certain point? I mean, well, this, I,
0: they spent money on CGI, but you know, I think that they had to cut it de- cut it back. They couldn't. They were they were already spending so much with those fucking dragons and with so many other things they were doing like they just needed some authentic scenery they, from time to time.
2: They built a whole King's Landing. Just built a whole Winterfell.
0: I know it was put, amazing though. And
2: put put it under a dome. I I mean no 15 straight 15 straight You don't weeks.
0: deserve this show. You you don't deserve it. What do you You're mean? not appreciative enough. You're not appreciative enough. But, but why did it, why would they have to do 15 weeks of night shoots? That's insane. Of course, did well, they send you? Did they send you the bill? Like, what, what the fuck problem do you have with it? What do you care for? It gave a lot of people a lot of jobs. Honestly, know, but,
2: but they could have done it during eight to five.
0: Nah, nah, that's not what now, they wanted. They wanted nighttime shoots.
2: If you look, but you you watch all the behind the scenes of what they're shooting. I mean, what what percentage of things on screen are fake? Eighty percent, eighty five percent, more. Most of everything we see is completely fake. It's comp- It's not as dark or bright as it looks on, on, you know, on the behind the scenes. Sure. Like, everything is corrected. Everything is CGI'd. That's why, I mean, I, I, I completely appreciate the 15 weeks or whatever it was of 55 nights at night shoots. I mean, it's insane, but I don't think it had to happen. And then, you know, I, I don't know.
0: Okay, it didn't have to happen, but It did. But it did happen, so I'm trying to figure out what your problem is with the fact that it well, happened.
2: I I I think Bald move kind of mentioned um, something with the money. The, not no not not the money necessarily. I think just the idea of I th- oh they said that you know Benioff and Weiss are hardly in this making of, and basically it's to soften everybody up because we're seeing real people that are not making a million an episode basically upending their lives for this show and you know it this this is kind of softening for us that want to criticize the writing and oh. i'm not no, none of us in the world that love this show are saying that they didn't work hard i mean no one's saying that
0: no well they were criticizing the writers um but but no i mean i i understand nobody's saying they didn't work hard but no they started filming this like it was like a year ago or, or two years ago, that, that documentary. Um, I, I don't know that it, the plan was, okay, we're going to show this at the end because the, the final episode is going to suck and this is going to make people feel bad for us. No. I, I just think that they were of trying to give not. an insider's you know, view. Yeah. Um, it was impressive to see some of the. I mean, some people like watching the the detail that goes into sprinkling that stupid snow on a step. I didn't appreciate it all that much. It was just paper and water, but uh, no, you know,
2: I, I, I no, yeah, I do like that stuff. I just I don't know why. I don't know if it has to be that complicated.
0: <laughs>
2: Probably doesn't.
0: Listen, when you're producing the next, you know, worldwide hit television show you can say we don't need to spend as much time on that i don't give a shit about that wig let's let's roll roll tape but that's (laughs) that's what they did it was everything about it was epic all the way down to the costume design
2: oh my god no i
0: i think honestly once everyone who was who was working on all those different departments you know once they start to realize like wow this show is just taking on a life of its own they're then showcasing their talents for other jobs, don't you think for other work future work like the the whole world it's a, the spotlight was on yeah, and, yeah. And some of it i think is that you know they just wanted to impress
2: no yeah it's that's fine i i agree yeah i, just, <laughs> I mean l- listen i yeah it, it's a it was a tough it was a tough go it for them, and you know i I hate, to, I hate well, to be just like I would trade you know I wouldn't mind doing that job. I would do it. No,
0: I wouldn't either. Well, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know about the snow job. I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I'd be interested in that.
2: I mean, that's yeah, that's that's about as I'm not thankless. I don't know what that is. It's about as boring as it gets wearing, you know, that's your job snow. You know, right. but uh I you know, the the costume designs, that's that seems tedious working with the extras. It's just just yeah. you know, just awful really. <laughs> um, I think but, I want
0: to be the one who prints out all the different scripts for the table reads. That's what I want to do. I staple them up. I put like a cute name on them. Here, this is for Daenerys. This is for Jon Snow. That seems like the easy job.
2: What's wrong with um? What's wrong with David Nutter?
0: Oh, I don't know. He seems like a pedophile.
2: He has an issue, right? It's like he kind does of does he? I think he kind of walks funny, and I, oh, I think he is kind Jesus. of something something with his speech and obviously he's like you know he's on the spectrum for sure right <laughs>
0: i don't know <laughs> he reminds me of a certain someone that we know
2: yeah, um no and then you know he has like his assistant running around and like getting the right coffee and like all that kind of shit like i i yeah. hate the idea of just like a director just you know running around the place and and uh, the idea of everyone kissing his ass i think that's kind of what i'm getting at is that that whole ho- Hollywood hierarchy of a set, uh, you know, uh, it's just all bullshit. I mean, Yeah, he seemed bullshit. like
0: a pompous dickhead. Um, that Miguel Sapochnik, I guess he's, he must be pompous too if he's making everyone come out in the middle of the night for 15 weeks or whatever it was, you know, on a whim. He's like, oh, I'm going to shoot this all at night. Um, yeah, he didn't seem as bad as Nutter, though. When you need to have shit printed out a certain way and – Oh, it's got to be on this size paper, and oh god, yeah. get over yourself. Yeah,
2: I mean, come on, that, that's that's just yeah. I mean, that's that's what it is. Ultimately, they can show us two hours behind the scenes, but they're they're Hollywood douchebags. Anyway, you slice yes. it, and yeah. and sad, and then they have a bunch of of local Northern Irish construction workers and real people that are doing you know all the grunt work. Yeah, I mean, they're not Hollywood douchebags. Everyone else is.
0: No, yeah, they all they all seem like decent people for the most part. Yeah. Um, the even that extra, I liked that guy who was kind of with them for many seasons as a Stark soldier. Right, yeah, it was kind of cool, you know. Like every year, he just get he he went and he worked for however many weeks and filmed for Game of Thrones. Like if they were doing that, filming that in South Jersey, you know, if they were doing like a Sopranos reboot and they were calling for, you
2: know pricks like us i would go and do that once a year if oh, i could yeah i think my brother-in-law had a chance to be in the saints many saints of newark or something as an extra he may have done oh. it oh did he do it yeah i think he. i think so we should talk about it
0: you know there's a sopranos con did, did did you get i think i shared something with you there's a sopranos con coming up i want to say in september
2: i thought you were just making fun of our cousin
0: no, there really is a Sopranos con. It's like and and it's gonna be like um I wanna say the guy that played uh uh Jackie Jr. is gonna be he's like one of the headliners. <laughs> Jason Serbone, I think his name is.
2: Um, he, he got bored playing Scrabble when Meadow was sick. Yeah. Here he is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or uh, what? Patsy Parisi. He took a piss in Tony Soprano's pool. <laughs> Say hello to
2: Patsy Parisi. He was the Asian that took the uh, Series 7 test for Christopher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. And, and I don't think, no, I I do think that, uh, I guess the guy that played uh, Pussy, I always forget his name, he's, he's going to be there.
2: Oh, my God. Um, he can't do anything else.
0: I think Furio is there too. Uh, no. whatever that guy's name is.
2: Poor Furio. He hasn't done a thing either.
0: He's got some show coming out or something like that, or he's in another really? show. Yeah, I think so. Um, you gotta be on your head. <laughs> he smacks it off. Um, yeah, so that's so Sopranos kind of is a real thing. <laughs> and I was looking at the the pricing chart online, it's ridiculous. Like even just to go attend, it's like fifty or seventy five bucks. I'm like, are you kidding me? Wow. Like I mean, you know, nothing or nothing, but no James Gandolfini, obviously. <laughs> um, it, like there's a very small list of people I'm really interested in. Michael Imperioli, like I'd I'd be okay with that, even though I I wasn't down with going to that that Atlantic City show that they did, the I night with that, the I, Sopranos. I,
2: I, I, I'd rather do that. Uh, you know, all it, these. That
0: probably all these, would have been better.
2: Yeah. All these cons, you know, these Comic Cons and all this. This is more Hollywood douchebaggery. Um, well, it's like third rate. You're getting the third rate stars. Yeah, and then they're all, you know, I hate when they're all up in a panel and, and everyone's asking them fucking serious questions about non – You know, give me a fucking break. I mean, right. no, no one's saying anything. It's also dumb. I, that was the best part about Howard Stern back in the day when they would play interviews from like Inside Edition or Entertainment Tonight of these actors on press junkets talking about their movie and and the and the fawning reporters, you know, loving everything they say. Ugh, oh, it's unbearable.
0: Yeah. And then Stuttering John would ask them a question. <laughs> he yeah, would throw was, them off with like right. some jarring question.
2: That was really genius work. I mean, yeah, that's that's the only questions they deserve. Fucking actors. You know, I took an acting class in, in college. How about you?
0: I didn't. I, I did a writing class,
2: not acting. I, I how, how was it? It was fine. I, I think I it took it pass-fail. I can't remember, but uh, I'll look at my transcript. But, you know, it was, it, 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 it was odd in the beginning because it was – I don't know. There was like twenty of us, and it was only like five chicks, and there was like a lot of, Ugh. yeah, and there was a lot of. Did actor- you do
0: Lord of the Flies? <laughs> there,
2: there was a lot of. I didn't. You know, I only remember doing one scene. Like the whole semester, I think it was a lot of theory and a lot of, you know, a lot of like actorly preparation. Like you, like at a certain point, we were massaging each other to like relax each other. But the problem was, oh it was my all God. guys. So it was like, <laughs> this is my first time massaging a guy and getting a massage from a guy, and I wasn't really thrilled with it. And, hey, uh, Jimmy, uh, <laughs> does it hurt
0: if I massage you down here? Two, two. Oh, hey, guys. I need to about it not wear my
2: pencils? <laughs> now, and our teacher, I'll never forget, you know certain things you just remember out of class? She said to us, she was talking about, you know, great acting moments, and she's like, that Tom Cruise moment. When, 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 uh, Jack Nicholson tells him that he did order the code red and the look on his face. Now it is a, it's a good moment, but it's a great it, moment. Yeah. And, but she was like, th- that was like her, her height. I mean, actually it was a pretty good. moment. Anyways. Yeah. I, that's it, a great movie. You,
0: yeah. can't, you can't rip that movie. It's I'm not ripping perfect. that
2: movie, but I, I just, it was always struck me as interesting that that's the one thing she took out of, well, she picked Tom Cruise. Like that moment. And I, I like Tom Cruise as an actor, too. I'm not even downplaying that. but Yeah, but I, he does a good job. I think I did some Arthur Miller scene. I don't know what from. And I had it with, I guess I had a scene partner. And uh, and most of my, I was like reading a letter. Is there a, is there a play called The Letter, maybe? Maybe it was that.
0: Maybe. I was going to say The Crucible.
2: And I had most of my, my lines on the letter. Right. And I did have a few... I guess actorly moments, but she was like raving about it, uh, about my performance afterwards. <laughs> you missed your calling. Yeah, I, get, I could have. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I'll give actors, I have to say, like, when they do say that someone is very generous or someone, you know, I, I although it sounds, it, it, it gets old after a while hearing the generous and lovely bullshit, but it is, you have to be. Uh, It's embarrassing, I think, to be an actor when you're there and just kind of, you are like putting it out there and it's, it's embarrassing.
0: I totally agree. You you cannot be, you you can't be self-conscious. No. They just, they really have to be vulnerable, I guess they say.
2: Yeah. And they do have to have the mindset of they want to be like, you look at Amelia Clark just in general, like she is, I mean, you know, she has like a personality for days and, and I was amazed. I I did see up to the scene where she's crying over Jorah, and like yes. like sobbing, sobbing, and then they sell they yell cut, and she just kind of cuts it completely off. Like I was, it's watching, amazing. I was watching and thinking that everyone would start applauding because it was like a fucking amazing moment. And you know who knows what take it was, but I was real. I was like shocked by that. It's I mean because it sounded like real tears. I, I thought they they still might be. That
0: was... Uh, they probably are. They probably were. Um, well, that was an amazing scene. They just had so many great actors on that show also. And you look at... Um, you're talking about acting, and I guess I, it makes me think of... The, did you hear the story about Kit Harrington And he, I guess he checked into rehab or whatever. Yeah. Um, from, like, anxiety and then alcohol abuse. And, like, clearly... This guy was so into this character and this role, and it it like it all came crashing down on him. This commitment to playing this role and and you know helping to tell this story. It's like he doesn't know what to do with himself now, and it's over, and he doesn't know what the hell he's gonna do next. And I guess like is, was that like the the Heath Ledger problem? <laughs> Like, when he, he, you know, because he played the Joker, I guess. It was, like, the role of a lifetime for him. And then he, like, you know, overdosed months later. Was he so, did they get so into the character that they just can't even see
2: the way real life is supposed to be outside of it? Like, what is the deal with acting? I I, I mean, I think, obviously, some of them do. Um, Now, like, I'm a Method podcaster, as you know. (laughs) I (laughs) do. So
0: so well, yeah, what does that I, mean? I, so you 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 carry a mic with you all day, or? Yeah, I
2: uh, I complain about things no matter where I am, and they're like, <laughs> no one knows. Am I complaining for real? Am I just, am, you know, am I hamming it up? Am I pre- doing a pretend podcast in my head? No one, can, <laughs> no one, no one knows. But I'm always in character.
0: You're Rupert Pupkin. That's really sad.
2: <laughs> I'm always in character, Johnny. <laughs> as, as Jeff Jeff G from Garden State of Mind.
0: I I did not know that you were, yeah. uh, you know, an actor, um, it, it, that, that's, that's news to me. How do we never talk about this before?
2: I mean, it, it's all part of my process and, you know, and this is why <laughs> I, I do such great work. And by the way,
0: can you, you sob a, on command?
2: Well, I could, but
0: I doubt it. You uh, have very little human emotion or feeling.
2: <laughs> You're a very generous scene partner. I must say, and, uh, <laughs> I do appreciate the journey we've been on.
0: Yeah, I, well, I'm i glad that I, I could come along in this journey with you. I think that your favorite part of acting was the massages from your <laughs> uh, partners, your acting partners.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm still a little uh, thrown by those massages. I was not a fan.
0: How long did that go on for? I don't is know. Is that like My take a 20-minute it... massage you have to lay on a table?
2: Like, how did it work? Today's scene is... Robert Kraft's massage parlor. <laughs> now, unfortunately, we don't have any women in the class. <laughs> uh, and again, I was Method Johnny, so I had to get hard, and you know, it was a whole fucking thing.
0: Mister Kraft goes to the strip mall. <laughs> that was the name of the uh, scene. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I miss I miss talking football and the Patriots, and I, I can't wait for the football season to start up again.
2: I'm getting excited reading little, you know, little, little details of like Deshaun and Carson Wentz are like on fire together in practice. And Deshaun is like, oh, I can't believe I ever had to leave here. Like he's he's ready to go crazy. Yeah, it's going to be. Fun. Yeah,
0: he's got like a chip on his shoulder now. No pun intended From when Chip let him go. I think he's just even more fired up because he missed the, he missed out on the Super Bowl. You know, yeah. if, 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 if it hadn't been tinkered with, he might have still been here and maybe would have been a part of that run. Uh, that probably pisses him off to no end. Because uh, I do think the guy's a competitor, if nothing else.
2: Yes. And, you know, before I forget, did I um, – it's, it's, it's still remarkable that we recovered from the Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly error and won a Super Bowl. Like, when you really start to think about it, and it will hit me at certain points – it, 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 it's remarkable that we got out of that unscathed, basically.
0: It didn't take very long, either. No, when you, when you when you think about it, was it two years? was it Doug's second year?
2: It was Doug's second year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it was, it was only two
0: years. Two years of recovery from the damage that Chip did, and he really, you know, he didn't destroy the team, but he he let go of some pieces. <laughs>
2: I wasn't. Really yeah, did. I wasn't happy with with Deshaun leaving. Um, McCoy, no. I mean, you know, I was, a, I was it's okay. A run, it's a running back, yeah. Um, yeah. I, but cheap tipper too. Yeah, and yeah, he's afraid to hit sixteens in blackjack. <laughs> what a weirdo! Uh, I I, I, I can't take that. Um, I did you meet uh, the Daily News headline guy at my party? I did. I did. I didn't have enough, it,
0: it, you know, you caught me off guard with that, and I did not uh, have enough interesting oh, questions did, okay. to ask him.
2: Oh, my God. I, have, I mean, you know, I've lived on that daily. He told me, so I showed him my, my 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 frames with all, like, the Super Bowl stuff, and I have, like, four with Daily News-specific stuff on there. Sure. And he, and he was telling me, so the Daily News Super Bowl headline was, be Um and he said his other uh, option was going to be, Oh, my dog. Um, oh, yeah, right. And he was a little, he, he's like regretting it a little bit. But I mean, I'm like, I, my like, God, the stuff you come up with, like, are you, like, I would be so, he was really clever. I would be so pleased with myself. I don't know what I would do for the rest of the night when I, if I came up with one of these, these headlines, he just does it every day. Um, and then, yeah. yeah, the big moments, you got to really, you know, you got to nail, you got to stick that landing, Johnny.
0: Oh, stick the landing! Yikes! But he he um he does that guy always does and kind of reminds me of the New York is it the New York Post or the da- yeah I'm, try- I'm trying Daily to think, is,
2: I think is it
0: the Daily News yeah yeah the New York Post sucks yeah it's the New York Daily News they they have a really good headline writer as well mm-hmm. um they 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 nail it fairly often I remember a lot of years working in New York and that was like. Sometimes that was my favorite part of getting the newspaper for the day was reading the headlines because they usually nailed it. That guy that was at your party—I I forget his name. Um, yeah, he's—he's he's talented. He's—he's he's done a good job over the years.
2: Yeah, I just—you uh, know—yeah, he was like I was—I was introducing him to everybody. I mean, you think, oh my God, my whole life was wrapped up in newspapers. Like I—that was the only. It, it, it reminds me so much of uh, of George Costanza. When Kramer asked him, he's like, "You know, do you have any prospects of jobs? Do you, you know, what are you doing with your life? You know, do you have any reason to get up in the morning?" And George is like, "Well, I like to get to Daily News." <laughs> <laughs> and that was my that was my life at many points. All <laughs> like the only point of my day was get the Daily News.
0: Yeah, well, I would read that. You know, I'd read that sports section just like cover to cover. Yeah. Um, during the football season, I always loved reading. You know, the preview for the weekend on Fridays. It was always a nice big section. And then the day after the game, uh, daily news. Yeah, that got me through a lot of fucking boring days at the stock exchange. To be honest with you, I would just mm. sit there and read it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, there were a lot of times you trading options at, at the exchange. I, I just there was nothing to do. It would be slow. You would read the paper all day. Yeah. Daily news was. I would pick that up all the time, and then. I'd pick up the New York Times but only to do the crossword puzzle. I I wasn't uh, smart enough to read all, all the articles in the New York oh. Times.
2: Now, when you worked there, did you have a mentor that told you that you had it to beat off five times a day and snort cocaine?
0: <laughs> no. No, I did not. Um is it is that a Jordan Belfort uh that
2: yeah. Um reference. That, that that Matthew McConaughey scene in Wolf of Wall Street is is it's miraculous. I, I mean, fuck Dallas Buyers Club, give him, give <laughs> him, give him Oscars for that scene. It's glorious.
0: Yeah, it is. That movie is. That's uh, a classic. Uh, uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what my fa- Who my favorite? I don't even know what's my favorite part of of that movie. I mean, Jonah Hill was just so fucking magical from start to finish. Yeah, you know, Leo. Obviously was was amazing. Uh, I loved uh, John Bernthal. I loved his crazy ass character. Oh my god! Yeah, he was perfect. He was. Uh, of course, you know Marco Robbie. You, you this... can't go can't go wrong there.
2: Jesus Christ! Yeah, I discovered her then, right? <laughs> oh my god!
0: That... Uh, I can't remember if that was the first time I saw her, or she was in some movie with Will Smith. I thought before that, or maybe was that after? That was can't after. Can't remember.
2: Yeah, that was her debut. Yeah. Jesus Christ, she's fucking remarkable. Yes. Um, yeah. Did you hear uh, Jonah Hill? I think was on on Simmons' podcast, and he was talking about working with Scorsese, or maybe it was on Howard Stern. And it was the scene where where he meets Jordan, and and he he kept doing it, and Marty's like, "Do it again," and they would do it. He'd do it again, and Marty just kept saying, "Do it again, do it again," like. It was like all morning, and he kept doing retakes. And then, so finally, <laughs> Marty says, "Okay, let's either break for lunch or whatever." And he said, "Jonah, come over here," and and he had him like just sit. So he just sat down. So Jonah Hill uh, is just Jonah Hill, right? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. So Jonah Hill's kind of sitting there waiting. He's like, "All right, is he going to give me some advice? Is he going to tell me what I'm doing wrong?" And he just kind of sat there with him. He didn't say like anything. And then as the time wore on, Jonah just kinda got comfortable, I guess. Or or he was in his head on yeah. the first day of shooting. And then he said they went then after the break or after lunch, he went out it you now and then the first scene, Mario's like, Yep, you got it. And and then he he realized later that, you know, Scorsese knew just I gotta relax this guy. Just 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 fine. Just a movie set. We're just hanging out and just sit there. Right. And it was something along those lines, but it was just like it was a great story. Um, you to that is a that. good story. I think it, that's I think that it was, insider story. it was Probably Simmons. Um, it was either Simmons or Stern, but yeah, that's. I. It's definitely worth a listen.
0: So Bill Simmons had Jonah Hill on.
2: Oh my god, he is fucking everybody. Yeah, I know.
0: We had Ralph Macchio on.
2: Did you finish? Did, did, you, uh, hear- did you finish? Kobe I didn't.
0: Kai? I didn't don't talk about we can't talk about it yet right. I, I'm still I'm, I'm just not caught up. I'm not caught up um i'm gonna I'm gonna watch that. Did you listen to the Ralph Macchio uh interview? I did yes on Bill Simmons yeah that That's, was pretty good I, yeah I love that well just because you think about it, I mean you and I are we're, we're the same age you know karate kid um what was the other the outsiders? Like to me th- those were two very big movies for me in that like 10 11 12 year old range. Um, I was like ape shit over a karate kit. Like a little fucking tool. I think I even went out and got one of those like Asian bandanas or whatever. And I put it around my fucking head. Did you get the I didn't little, know how to do anything.
2: Did you get the little drum with the with the balls on each side?
0: <laughs> I had balls on each side, but it wasn't part of a drum oh
2: yeah i mean uh, that's why that's why i watched cobra kai based on that podcast i'm like all right let me watch this thing and yeah. uh, it was not disappointing
0: no no i i mean i like i said i gotta watch through the end of uh the second season um which i will but yeah yeah i mean to talk about a guy that just like struck gold ralph macchio i mean he was in he was in some pretty good movies.
2: Our boy and some
0: really awful ones too, but
2: yeah, our boy Joe Pesci carries him and my cousin Vinny.
0: He absolutely does. Yeah, Ralph Macchio did. It could have been anybody in that role.
2: Fuck, the other guy we never heard of carrying Ralph there. <laughs> Whoever his, his cousin was. <laughs> Who was that guy? I don't know. His buddy. Yeah.
0: That that guy, I don't know. You never seen that guy again after that movie.
2: Nah, won't see him. No, nah,
0: that that was all Marissa Tomei, of course, the lovely Marissa. Yes um Marissa uh, and and Joe Pesci of course it's the bitches it'll getches. have you
2: listened to that record
0: since i i listened to it like once and i was like i can't believe i i couldn't sit here and listen to this again so
2: I, goddamn awful i sadly am not i have to i have to sit down and 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 put it on and listen to it
0: it's terrible i tried playing it for olivia i was like listen to this this is the guy that plays one of the robbers in Home Alone. That's the only way, you know, that's the only ref it's yeah, the only yeah. reference point for a 10-year-old. And uh, she's like, "Oh my god, this is terrible." She's like, "This is stupid." And I said, "Yeah, it is." Yeah. Yeah. Pe- people, people get a lot boy. of money and they think they could do anything. Yeah. Like Eddie Murphy. Remember Eddie Murphy had a, a singing career for a minute? Oh, he has a beautiful voice. Well, he had a decent voice, but it doesn't mean you should sing. Party what? all the time. Yeah, party all the time. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it charted. Yeah, oh, it definitely charted. I remember. I I'm sure I had it on a, a mixtape of some sort. I definitely pulled that one. Off. I ripped that one off the radio. <laughs> that try, back then.
2: Try to get someone to date you. Did you ever send a mixtape?
0: Oh no. So that wasn't a. I don't think I've ever sent a mixtape. I've definitely. Given one, like I definitely made mixtapes for girlfriends. <laughs> for, <laughs> I, I, I definitely did. I I'm pretty sure I did it for probably my my first college girlfriend. Really? Yeah, I think so. I mean, cassettes were just on the tail end when I started um, at school at St. Joe's.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. It was all CDs. God, can you imagine? We transitioned from cassettes to CDs. In our
0: lifetime, <laughs> uh, I know we, we- transitioned from uh, albums to cassettes yeah. to CDs to to MP3s.
2: It's wild. I fuck. I remember uh, eight tracks. The eight I track remember players, eight tracks. I listened yeah. to My, Frank Sinatra "My Way" on eight track like oh, endlessly before I was like even in kindergarten.
0: Yeah, it, I guess like. I don't, I don't remember anyone having a vast, like, 8-track collection. I remember, like, our neighbors, they had an 8-track player in their garage, and, you know, they had, like, some country. I, I want to say they had Johnny Cash. Like, it, I never saw, like, somebody with, like, a, a huge library of 8-tracks. They weren't, how, how many years were they around for? It couldn't have been that many.
2: I don't know. I remember cars used to have players for them, too. which seemed like a real ordeal. Yeah, that was probably
0: a. It was a bad, bad mistake if you went ahead and invested in that automobile.
2: You know, I had a uh, my freshman year in high school. It wasn't a mixtape necessarily, but this girl made me a tape, and she liked me, and I really should have dated her. It was a big mistake on my part. But you all, screwed up. I did on the tape she made for me was uh, on one side was uh, Tommy and oh. the b side was uh, spiders from mars or zicky stardust
0: huh, she it. was actually into some good music that's
2: what i mean this girl was a keeper and i was like i was like shunning her like an idiot cuz i had a some stupid other high school girlfriend what a dummy i thought
0: you were going to tell me she put like fairy tale lover on there or crowded house or you know some shit like that no she actually put classic rock on there
2: i know like honestly i had never heard tommy until she gave me that tape, or or Ziggy Stardust. I don't think. I mean, other than a song from there.
0: Yeah, like the first time you heard Tommy. For me, like Tommy or the Wall, like all the way through. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if you're a Pink Floyd fan. I I, I am. I, I definitely was back then. That's like holy shit, man. Like where the hell did this come from? You know, because the the music that was on the radio when we were kids, like fucking. St- Jefferson air not even Jefferson airplane starship do you remember starship like we built this city I, yeah sadly, it's, yeah the, the shit that we had to listen to on the radio was just pathetic um and then you get you just like get introduced to this world of like classic rock
2: mmr for was the first
0: time good. mmr was good yeah that was the radio station actually
2: yeah
0: and then wysp i guess
2: 94 yeah
0: that was fun it was okay. Well, eventually they became better than MMR. Did they? And John Debella. Yeah, they did. They they, they surpassed them. But it was originally DeBella, uh I forget some of those assholes' names. I can't believe it. How could I forget them? Don't, Pierre Robert.
2: Pierre Robert. Michael Tearson.
0: Michael Tearson. <laughs> Jesus, that's good recall. Thanks.
2: That's it. That's it. That's all I got. Johnny Fever? The,
0: well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know how deep we want to go into these. Anyway, I'm not sure that everyone who's listening was listening to 93.3 WMMR. Uh, you v- know, Venus Flytrap. Venus Flytrap. Wait a minute. Isn't he from WKRP?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, good. I had to check myself for a second. Well done. Um, yeah. So your party, by the way, congratulations. You guys wow. threw an amazing party, uh, for Chloe.
2: Thank you. Good time. Very,
0: very proud of her for graduating, moving on. She's going to Alabama. You got to be a proud father. Um, great party, man. Good Manhattan's.
2: Yes, the Manhattan's is my new my new favorite thing, and uh, I'm, I converted you for sure. And I you think did. I have, I have a few other converts. Not your sister.
0: no not my sister but i was certainly uh converted and i mean hell i was supposed to drive home and then all of a sudden couldn't (laughs) because i just kept wanting to drink manhattans
2: well Um, it's funny your your reaction was mine when i first had it it's been like six months since i've been drinking them and i'm like holy shit like this is all i want now
0: yes yeah i i really enjoyed it something about drinking out of a martini glass too I, I always like because I I used to drink martinis back when I would drink vodka. I just like drinking out of that glass. I don't know why. It's fun. Well, it's you, festive.
2: I think you've always you've always been a Samantha. Um, <laughs> Samantha. <you> had- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It was my cosmos in the nineties. Yeah. I um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dirty martinis in the in the two thousands.
2: Oh, uh, God now I'm on to Manhattan in the <laughs> latter teens We're where I think we're finally men now I mean I was I was wearing Nike sweatshirts at my own party so I don't know how you much are. you know I'm like a, you know a Don doesn't wear shorts but I'm wearing Nike shorts like <laughs> I'm wearing shorts I sleep in I, that's at my own party I mean I you know I, I I don't know when I'm gonna grow up or you know I never thought you know back when we were kids, would a man ever wear such an outfit? <laughs> it
0: it was definitely different. You had to, so you had the Nike shorts on. You had an Alabama collared shirt. Well, that, and yeah, and then that I'm fine with. Well, of course you had to wear that. But um, and then you had on your your Dean Martin, uh, <laughs> or or Frank Sinatra or, or Sammy Davis hat, wh- wh- whoever.
2: It was my Bear Bryant hat, technically, but
0: Bear Bryant. Yeah, yeah,
2: that was the whole point. But yeah, I I would love to. Uh, I would love to start wearing fedoras and all that kind of stuff. I'm down with that.
0: Yeah, I can't pull it off. I have a pinhead, but your your head holds a hat very well. Oh, thank you, Johnny. Yeah, it, it 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 looked good. I I can't. I wish I would kill to be able to pull off a fucking fedora look. I can't. I would look like uh, I don't even know. Just just like a skinny head uh, with with a fedora on it. It would be terrible. You should.
2: Were you there for my singing?
0: We were kind of getting ready to leave. Like uh, I heard, "Don't Stop Believing," and we were we were oh. kind of wrapping up and getting Olivia uh, to get the hell out of there. That that was like when I left.
2: Okay, yeah, I was crooning after that. Later on,
0: I'm really irritated because I I would have loved to have uh, been singing on the karaoke machine. <laughs> I've yeah. been dying, dying for years to have like just a karaoke party for my birthday one year. And I don't do things for my birthday, but I said to Maureen, I was like, I would love to just, there's a, there's some bars in Chinatown where you can, I think you can rent out just like rooms on on the basement level and just, you know, you just invite your friends, like 15, 20 friends and just, it's, it's just karaoke and they'll bring in beers for you or or wine or whatever. And, uh, you could just sing karaoke. I, I love it, man. I can't believe I didn't get to do it at your party perfect it would have been perfect
2: yeah this company or something like i made i made like a playlist of songs i wanted that i wanted not chloe but and then and so not all my songs had actually the karaoke words but otherwise all day when they set up they started playing it and all day long i was setting up like just listing my playlist it wasn't you know i don't know how to karaoke worked when i guess when you went on the mic kind of uh, the words went away. I mean, the the vocals went away of the song. I think um, because otherwise I was they just did? listening to good songs all day. No, I don't know what happened. I was. I mean, at that point when I when I was on the mic, I wasn't. I wasn't what you would call sober.
0: <laughs> no, I'm sure that you weren't. How many
2: Manhattan's did you wind up drinking? I want to. I think like two and a half or three. I, I drank some extras. I finished them up. I don't care, you know, who's drinking what. I'm not going to let one go to waste. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure, to be honest with you.
0: No, yeah. I mean, you had so much to drink and eat there. Um, it was probably the best party I've been to in years, uh-huh. truthfully.
2: Thank you, Johnny Cakes. Yeah.
0: I'm not yeah, just you know, saying that because uh, yeah. you, you're my co-host. I'm saying it because it was just a great party <laughs> and good people,
2: you know. It was absolutely, and it was funny because um, I, I guess we need to tell the story of you know my daughter had a ruptured ovarian cyst happened during yeah Jesus during poor the thing day. man so our party was at five I'm like outside you know doing stuff and I just hear Melinda yelling out something but I didn't answer her I didn't go in and uh, uh, my cousin was inside and when I when I went in she's like oh I'm going to clean uh, Chloe's room or something. And I said, What do you mean? Why are you cleaning it? She's like, I said, why get Chloe to clean it? She's like, She's not here. I said, What are you talking about? She's like, She's at the emergency room. I said, What? I had no idea. <laughs> like, she Chloe was in such pain that Melinda just couldn't even let Melinda forgot her phone. And uh it, 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 I mean it's just a wild start. And so now I'm calming, you know, then uh, then uh Weeze brought Melinda her phone. So I'm texting yeah. her. Melinda's stressed out, obviously, and she, Oh, sure. This happened at 2 o'clock. The party's at 5. And now we don't know if she needs an appendectomy and, you know, she's getting stressed out. And then, you know, at a certain point, you know, uh, the way I calm everything down is by, you know, I'm like, listen, I understand that, you know, this is upsetting, you know, Chloe's in pain. But the real victims here are are me and Hayden because now we have to entertain people. That's not our – Yeah,
0: you had to – I mean, what the hell did Hayden do? (laughs) That's not our strong – Jesus. Johnny. You know. Was he telling jokes? What was he doing? I didn't. Yeah, uh, I mean, he'll, Hayden will talk to me, but I know he he's not he's not conversing with everyone at the party. Oh, you missed, I, I know that you missed fact. it.
2: We were like Martin and Lewis. We got on the on the microphones and did a couple couple numbers for everybody. And uh, no, we, I think I said it was
0: more like Jay and Silent Bob, is what I said.
2: <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that that was the way
0: i was picturing it
2: but you know hayden rallied i mean he was around and you just he did he did did enough you know and then uh and then chloe showed up it was like amazing just the ruptured cyst i don't know uh how good or bad that is or you know that's gonna be a thing for her but um but yeah she was like you know she went from throwing up doubled over to you know i i think she got there at at six something or close to seven i forget but Uh, Sounds about right. That kid can rally. But I was Uh, like, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, all right, well, we're just going to have a party here and, and, uh, you know, what are we going to do? I I was thinking maybe, maybe, maybe halfway through tonight, a bunch of us go to the hospital, I guess, but you know. Oh yeah. Just like
0: one by one or two by twos. We could all, you know, get Uber over to the hospital, like 11 o'clock or midnight (laughs) and pay our respects.
2: Yeah, I mean normally I'm you know when I have uh, the birthday whatever parties. I mean this was probably the biggest party we've ever had at our house. Normally I'm just like all right, let me get through, you know, the the first couple hours and then you have your your typical people that only that only stay for an hour and then I'm like all right, then I'm ready to drink and just do nothing.
0: Yeah. Yes. It was great. Uh, but yeah, yeah was, you know, I think you guys did a nice job of hosting but then at the same time just enjoying yourselves. It's not an easy thing to do either.
2: You know, and we've had, we have some, uh, you know, prodigal relatives return, and we have a whole bunch of, uh, you know, (laughs) prodigal relatives. That's (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) Like, you know, true story, though. And and it's, and it's all, I even texted you about it. I'm like, it's everyone that's coming is either normal or trying to be. And, (laughs) and it's no, it's no people there that you have to worry if you say something wrong. Or that's some crazy bitch. There's nobody there like that. And that's the that was like the happiest part for me. Everybody was yes. there. And it's the cliche of everyone was there just for Chloe. But it was. And everybody, even for each other, everybody was so cool and classy with, with each other. And there was no nonsense that I was aware of. No. Nah,
0: me neither. I didn't see. that yeah, There was no bullshit going on from what I could tell. And yes, I mean, very rarely... Can you get that many people together with that much alcohol? And people of just varying ages. I mean, you're talking from... We had little kids there all the way up to some old people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, no drama. No drama. You usually get a, a decent amount of drama at parties like that, and there was none.
2: It's I a mean, very
0: the, enjoyable time.
2: I had my, my current brother-in-law and my ex-almost brother-in-law both bringing me, both bringing me bags <laughs> of ice to my party that's <laughs> correct
0: and at one point by the way they were talking about Phillies and about this and about that and it, it, it was pretty surreal yeah. I have to say
2: <laughs> there is a picture of both of those guys and it's kind of it's really funny but it's just it, but it seems but it's completely normal I mean they're both you know both good guys
0: that's, uh, I would agree but that's uh, very nice of you to say yeah uh interesting interesting yeah. mix.
2: Uh, who would have thought Now you got some, uh, you got some garden state of mind podcast feedback. I, I heard I did. I did from one of our listeners
0: who just said he fucking loved his show. Um, He just liked listening to us. And I think, he's I think not. he stopped. He had to take a break when we started talking game of Thrones, because sure. he's only on like season three or something like that. Um, But he just listened. He said, he just loves it. And, you know, we don't, You know, I I hear feedback here and there. We get emails and stuff like that. Um, But, you know, it's kind of it was interesting to have several people talk about the podcast while we were there. Yes. And when I was talking to him, he, you know, and I said, oh, yeah, Jeff and I do the podcast. He's like, oh, yeah, that's you. He's that. That's you on there. He's like, oh, my God, I love that podcast. (laughs) I was like, holy shit, man. All right.
2: Give me a Sharpie. what am I yeah
0: exactly <laughs> you want me to be your your wife's breast or something what do we do here you want to get she can tattoo it pull the sharpie <laughs> out of your sock right um yes uh, that was that was our uh, his, his that was his brush with fame yeah i guess you know when
2: you think about it i hope that wasn't his only moment i just hope uh, i didn't i hope i didn't yell at him because i was in character uh I was my, my Jeff character from Garden State of Mind Saturday.
0: <laughs> <Kind> of <laughs> cocky. Yeah. Just a real prickish kind of a jerk Yeah, off. I yeah. was a
2: character. So, yeah, I hope I didn't scare anyone off.
0: Nah, see, I found you to be very jovial uh, that night at the party. <laughs> I, I didn't find you to be in character at all, but maybe in your head you were. <laughs> uh, we had Big Mike from York, yes, PA, Big was Mike. there. We did. We had, uh, he's uh, always got feedback.
2: The old, the old biggest Alabama fan who will soon be relegated to number two. Yeah. So wait,
0: wait a minute. Did I explain to you what happened um, when I got there and Rob was getting in my face about the money that he's owed from the league from our from our fantasy league? Is he really owed? <laughs> so money? he. So apparently, so he he says to me, he says, "So you're the new commissioner, right?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> Uh, you know, I've, I haven't done anything yet, um, but I said, "Yeah," and he said, "Well, where's my fucking money?" And I and I said, "Well, wh- what are you talking about?" And and by the way, meanwhile, now his teeth are—it it was like giant billboards in my face. His teeth are like right up in my grill. <laughs> I mean I he practically was like licking my nostril. He was that close to to my face, <laughs> and I, I get a little uncomfortable. I haven't even had my first fucking drink, okay? I'm like in line to get to the drink, you know i am t- I'm trying to get to the table that was against your house <laughs> and he's you know and he's he's in my face and he's saying, uh, yeah, you know, Gary uh, he he never sent me my sixty dollars. I said, would well, you come in third place or something?' And he said, "Yeah." I said, "Oh, well, I got paid. I came in first. I went to his house the next day." And he says, "Yeah, well, I didn't get." He says, "I didn't get paid." And uh, he's like, "That's bullshit." And I said, "Well, did you email me?" He said, "Well, I don't have to. Why should I have to do that?" I said, "Dude, why are you getting in my fucking face about this at Jeff's party?" I said, "Are you joking me right now?" And I saw his wife turned around, and I thought, "I think she thought Rob was going to get punched in the mouth because uh, 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 I, I was obviously, you know, I would, I would never." attack anybody but I was like what are you doing right now why are you yelling at me and I could tell he was definitely heated about it you know how Rob gets like passionate about certain things oh, like fantasy yeah. football and um he was definitely fired
2: up but no that's well I I had to pay attention to him but no, well, yeah. he, he was breathing in my face <laughs> at one point he said to me and you owe me for my fa- our fantasy like we have our other fantasy league and I'm like yeah all right I'll get to it <laughs> 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 Tell me
0: he's on the cuz payment plan
2: I'm gonna pay you a dollar a week For the rest of our lives
0: I'm gonna pay you back with tickets To uh, Harlem Globetrotters game Two years from now What? Is that, is <laughs> well, sometimes that... people Sometimes people get repaid in tickets Or something like that Harlem know. Globetrotters? Ticket. No I don't know I just <laughs> pulled that one out of my ass You sure did the Harlem Globetrotters came to Olivia's school today, so or one of them did. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he was doing tricks for the no kids. Shit. Was Scooby Doo there too? Uh, no, just uh, I think his name was Corey. Corey from uh, the Harlem Globetrotters.
2: Did he Curly die?
0: I think so. Yeah, he was the bald one, right? Yes. Or one of the bald ones. Of course. Might have been more than one bald one.
2: Curly. That was,
0: um, what a unique name. Yeah, Curly. <laughs> That's real it's it's ironic. So I guess
2: so I guess I was wrong when I said there was no problems at the party.
0: Oh, I got I I I squashed that drama immediately. I don't even know why it happened to me. <laughs> I was not bothering anybody. You didn't
2: even have your drink. And over.
0: I and I and I love Rob. I like Rob a lot and I was like what why is this guy getting in my fucking face? Ah. Um but you know clearly he was just he's been frustrated about this this money he's owed.
2: I, I, I'm i shocked that Gary went, didn't pay somebody. I think
0: it's fucking hilarious. And gave, I guarantee you, for Gary, it's just an oversight. You know, he's yeah. usually pretty meticulous about this shit. But I'm not kidding. I went over the day after I won and said, all right, where's my cash? <laughs> and he had it in an envelope waiting for me. What the hell? It's, yeah. You know, it's around Christmas time. It's yeah. nice to get that uh, 600 bucks or 700 whatever it is. <laughs> that Fuck win you, win. pay me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what Rob was trying to do with me, and I said, "You're gonna have to get that shit out of the old commissioner because when the new commissioner starts, it's a fucking clean slate. Are we still zero 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 on the register?
2: What's up with the dynasty? Who's uh, who's up? So you you could take it. Well, next now year.
0: I will be. That's correct. So you
2: you don't want me to win? I really thought it was just any two times at all, not two in a row. That's like this could go on forever, right? <laughs> it really could
0: that's why you don't want... well I think that's the whole that's the whole point of it it's very hard to do um, and or at least in some leagues it is in our league clearly it's hard to win two times in a row because nobody's done it and it gets guys to keep reinvesting in the league so that's how you keep guys around
2: okay I mean I'm, I you mean, know I'm, I mean I mean I'm not going anywhere but
0: no me neither I just I don't I don't know how much I feel like being commissioner of a fantasy football league.
2: I mean, this this is yeah, this is my whole life now at this point. In the fall,
0: yeah, like I can't I can't be a, a, a full time podcaster and work my day job and commission a fantasy football league. What we the fuck. We yeah well, yeah we might have I'm trying to, to raise a kid over <laughs> here too. <laughs> it's a lot, you have a lot on your plate. Yeah, I got uh, th- three three cats, a dog, a fish. Jesus. raising a child I'm married the fuck
2: got TV to I, watch I oh my god
0: yeah exactly shit I haven't even gotten around to that
2: Is there plus a, that I'm trying to watch like every game during the NFL season yeah any uh any final thoughts on the party or Game of Thrones or any, or, <laughs> or oh bachelor. I feel like I I the Bachelor I,
0: we, we're gonna touch on the Bachelor and then okay. we'll tease uh, next week um you didn't, uh, final thoughts no look yeah. the the party was was wonderful. I appreciate you, you and Melinda inviting us. Game. I know Maureen, yeah, Maureen had a blast. Olivia loved it until the end when she just crashed and started yelling at me and Maureen and oh, really she told me that yeah, she she told me I was being a bad parent because I drank in front of her to the degree that I did. <laughs> um, even though like I, I'm not a you know I, I, I barely ever drink. And I said to her I said, look, was Daddy falling over? I said, was I yelling at anyone? Did I get into a fight? She said, no, no. I said, then there you go. I said, that's the worst that you got was me probably slurring a little bit. Um, I said, what do you want? Daddy works hard during the week and he needed to yeah. cut loose. He was hanging out with his friends. I
2: was having a Manhattan um,
0: cherry. And that like a little- <laughs> I had quite a few. I think I had five or six, actually. Ah, they're so good. They, they were. The, the cherry. It's not quite the same as like the worm in a bottle of tequila, but... It was it was pretty close. It was saturated. Yes. But thank you very much. Party was amazing. Thank, thank you. We
2: appreciate I'm it. Being it yeah, it was a good. We're time. happy for Chloe. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm excited for her. Hell yeah! It's gonna be a big. You're gonna have to watch all these Alabama games now. Well, I was saying, I was yeah, I was saying that to Robin, Big Mike too. I'm like, you know, I've gone twenty years with with freedom on Saturdays. Like, I never, you know, I didn't have to watch anything. And, um but then Rob made a good point yeah Alabama is usually a a, a, a primetime game which will help that's true so I'll have that to... will
0: help um but now you're gonna I mean think about it you're gonna be forking over the money for tuition plus any of your losses your betting losses now on Alabama games yeah There's that to consider too because you're gonna be gambling heavily on 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 Alabama
2: well you know, it's funny you mentioned that because You know, over the years, I'll ask Rob. You know, the Alabama spreads are usually enormous, and like I bet against them in the championship game this year. I took Clemson all the way, and and every time I do bet on Alabama, they don't cover. So it's gonna be that's sad. Just I mean, again, maybe I'll bet on them once a season, or I'll say Rob, but are they are they going to beat this team by whatever today? And and you know, so I don't. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be different following them and then knowing about them. I mean, I you know I bet on college football as if it's the nineteen eighties. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, Terry Rozier. I don't know who the running back was, you know, I'm thinking all the old players. I don't you know, or just history. You know, this is why I'm betting on something.
0: Yeah, I mean, is 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 Rob the the Crimson Tide whisperer? Does well, he, is he able to call it?
2: Not. No, but he he at least knows what's going on. Like I, right? And, I, and I'm going to treat Alabama football the way I treat all my sports. Is like you know, I'm watching the Phillies right now and the Padres, and you know I know about the Phillies, and I'm going to know about the Padres for the next three days, and then never think about any of them again until they, <laughs> until we play them. Like I don't I don't follow right. sports the way I used to. I only know my team and then whoever's in town. So I'm going to know Alabama. And I'm not going to get real deep into the SEC, uh, you know. So I don't know how.
0: No, I hear you. F- the NFL is the only sport that I follow that closely where I'll read 30 articles a week. It, it, I don't do that for any other sport. I no. can't be as involved. It's too when, much.
2: When you, Yeah, when you think back to when we were kids, like I could, I could absolutely name – Oh, I, if you ask me right now, I could tell you the quarterback and head coach and running back of every NFL team from 1982 if need be. Um, but now wow I, that's pretty good. yeah and I was you know I was I could go deep back then but now yeah I'm, I just can't do it. <laughs> even the NFL, which is all I really care about, I could I don't know if I could give you the names of more than five players on each team. Or uh, maybe ten. Let's say
0: ten. No, no. You could do. You could do players. Um, I don't know if I could name the coach for every team. Re- right now,
2: just with all the turnover that there's there's been in the league, I could give you. I could probably. I could probably do twenty five out of the thirty two.
0: Yeah, I think I could probably go there. I just. I know I wouldn't be a hundred percent. There's like a good five or six that I'm that I'm gonna miss.
2: Um, but hey, listen, and baseball managers. I have no clue. are you fucking kidding me basketball and 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 hockey coaches no way i mean i have no clueless i in fact um i was in st louis i saw the phillies playing st louis but like a month ago and the blues were playing i think uh the stars at that time game seven the same night and in the hotel bar i was just talking to a few people and i was asking them oh uh, some St. Louis fans. I'm like, Oh, who's your coach? Is it still Ken Hitchcock? If you know who that is, he used to be a flyers coach and he wanted, I remember Hitchcock. Yeah. And he won a Stanley cup with the stars before he came to Philly. And then I just hated that guy. I thought he sucked. And, (laughs) and he left St. Louis. I think he's like in, in Edmonton or Calgary or something, but their coach is Craig Berube. If you should know, was a, I remember Berube coach before two coaches ago. And I like, I'm like, wow, I, I, I could have really talked to this guy about Craig Berube, but I had no idea. I didn't even know Berube was here. It wasn't in St. Louis. That is.
0: I don't know anybody who, who in should. the NHL. Yeah, I I I really don't. I I know very little, you know. Um, but I don't. You know, I don't watch it the same way you do. But you got Hayden. He he plays hockey, so that probably keeps you. I'm assuming that he loves watching the Flyers.
2: He, he used to. He he didn't watch them this year. He's definitely more into the Sixers. And then. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, and then he's still in his his he was still in his dick dickhead phase at the beginning of the NHL playoffs. He's like, Yeah, I'm not watching hockey," but we have been watching the finals. So I don't know what's what's changed. He's coming out of his of that okay. you know that teenage phase that recently. Well,
0: maybe he's just he's trying to bond with you. Maybe that's what it is.
2: I don't know. I think it's starting to hit him that his sister's going to be gone. You know, he won't. He'll yeah. never. He'll never admit that. Um, and no, but it's got to be hitting him. Right, and you know, he and I have tons of fun making fun of Melinda, and she just, you know, when it's just the three of us, she's just like crying, she's like, how am I going to do this, live with just you two, I I need my daughter, and we just, you know. She's really stuck. She is, and a couple times lately I've been like, wow, I do really feel sorry for you, because Hayden Hayden (laughs) is just like me, and when when she says something dopey, he doesn't hesitate, and he just (laughs) goes right in. And I'm like Melinda, well, you're 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 killing us because the stuff you say, we can't not yeah. respond to it. It's impossible.
0: It reminds me because I used to skewer my mom the same way, like that, you know, because my mom would, she would always, you know, kind of mess up phrases or mm-hmm. people's names, and I would just destroy her. Every time I still do it to this day. Of course I'm not as mean-spirited as I was as like a teenager. Right. Um but yeah, it's something about I don't know, kids going after their moms when they they mess up and you know moms get older and they for some reason it seems like the moms have worse memories than the dads. And I guess Melinda's probably she's fallen into that category.
2: Yeah, it's just a, it's just an overall sometimes we have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> we, we just look at each other and then we now we have this look where alright, uh, we kind of just start smiling and then we're like alright, are we going to just let this go? Are we going to let her come out of it? Are we going to hammer her? Like, <laughs> I, but it's a sin, I do feel sorry, for am like, I'm sorry Melinda, but yeah, it's going to be a tough it's going to be a tough couple of yes. years for you here <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's got four long years, if not more, if not longer you know, if Chloe goes grad school right um, the whole nine, you know, and she's staying somewhere for that. Yeah, it's a sense. It, we, You know, the same thing happens here with, because Maureen, you know, she hates, because I'll correct grammar all the time. I'm one of those assholes. Yeah. And so she, did, she hates when I do that. But then she also, so Maureen has that, I want to say it's kind of like a Northeast Philly, maybe a little South Jersey, but I feel like it's more Northeast Philly type of, like saying you drop your A's. So like window pillow. Uh, instead of pillow pillow. yeah instead of window window you know all that uh-huh. and olivia oh, destroys no. her oh well because Olivia's only 10 so she hasn't developed any you know just like that ver- that vernacular how i forget what it what that is that dialect and yeah when she hears like maureen will say ah uh, where's my pillow and olivia will be like <laughs> pillow and <laughs> she, she kills her every time she'll say daddy mommy said winda and I'm like yeah and, and and you know Maureen will get pissed about it but yeah she gets it from both of us whether it's her dialect or just like the poor, poor grammar
2: I know um, poor Melinda English is her second language and uh <laughs> yeah there's sometimes I've yeah I feel bad in the past sometimes she's she just may have said some things wrong but <laughs> I feel bad about it when she points it out. But bad, I mean, bad grammar just hits my. Now I don't know how this. I I still forget how to say if it was John and me or John and I or whatever. But otherwise, everything else when I hear bad grammar, it just it just it's like a siren going off. I'm like, oh my god! Like, how can you say it like that?
0: I know. I have the same problem, and it makes me feel like an asshole. But I can't unhear it. Yeah, and then I can't. I can't ignore it. That that's the bigger problem.
2: Fucking, fucking Simmons, a podcast this week. Instead of seismic, he said seismic. <laughs> like, he must have
0: just was he like? Fuck? Did he have it, that word jotted down maybe? I, and he just read
2: it wrong. And and the ball move guys. It's like they've never spoken English before. Like the yeah. way they prom- pronounce words. I can't. I couldn't get. A, I mean, I was sending you a list of words they would say, and. You know, I'm like, oh, I don't know what the hell on the how I don't
0: know." They they need like phonetic spelling, yeah. those those pricks. They they don't know how to say words. I don't I don't understand it. They both sound mildly intelligent. That's yeah. Also. That's
2: the weird part. Like I know, like he Although the go
0: ahead. No, I was just going to say I think they're they're not so much book readers. Like the one guy is. I think they're more like gamers and they they're like Dungeons and Dragons weirdos, I think.
2: Oh. And they can't be that smart just because they have more listeners than we do
0: <laughs> right okay. i at least i at least I want us to be smarter than they are yeah, they they're I... making the money off their podcast like we aren't, but um they you know we're we're smarter
2: Any day Rose How's that going?
0: It's going well. We've made eighty five cents, I think
2: beautiful.
0: We've been advertising that product for a year. Um, so we're averaging like I don't know somewhere around seven cents an episode. <laughs> it's okay. The big money is around the corner.
2: Yes, we'll be we'll be maybe we'll get a Manhattan cherries sponsor.
0: <laughs> hey, that would be nice, man. What <laughs> if we could drink Manhattans during the podcast? Can, that would what, be amazing. Woodford Reserve,
2: if you're listening, we love your bourbon.
0: <laughs> any yeah, I'm good with any cherry makers cherry j- cherry jars
2: you know i had the cherries i have i bought woodford Re- reserve cherries but I didn't, we didn't have them that night we had oh, i forget the name brand the brand name now i got them – yo i i bought them off amazon and we have amazon prime so it comes in a day and yeah i bought i bought some some alabama shirts but they didn't fit so i returned them this is my first time doing returns with amazon and I don't know if you've done this yet, but you just walk into a UPS store and they scan your receipt and it's done and you get your money back. Like when people... Oh, so I haven't... So that's that's
0: kind of... That's a newer phase. I haven't done a return with Amazon in a while. We order like 50 fucking things a week. Okay. I haven't done any returns in a while, but I didn't know that. So you go get
2: refunded immediately? Well, no. All right. It might, the refund might be seven days, but what, what it, they'll start the process... And oh, okay. And got then it. if you don't ship it like within 20 days, then they'll charge you again. But but the idea I just I just showed up to a UPS store with a half ripped open bag and the shirt and he just scanned it and took it and it was done. And I got a he gave it's, me a res, like what a yeah. you know, people kill this company. Like what a great this is why they're great.
0: That's no, the best business model there is. It's the ultimate convenience. I That's all that it's about.
2: Yeah, I was looking for, I went to, in the course of last week, getting ready for the party, I went to five or six different liquor stores in my area looking for these cherries. I even went to one supermarket and they only had the red maraschino ones. And I wanted the dark ones that we had. And after a while, I'm like, uh, I guess I'll just look on Amazon. And then I did, got (laughs) them the next fucking day. And, yeah. and I'm running in and out of liquor stores like a moron. No one has the good one. I I, I mean, how can you...
0: Oh, now, wait a minute. You may have me to thank. Did I not talk you into getting a Prime membership? I could have sworn you, no, that you and I had this conversation.
2: I No, you did, but it turns out Melinda had it already, but I didn't know.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So Melinda, she yeah. was on to it. Yeah. I mean... It's the greatest thing on earth. Okay, I mean, Amazon Prime. It's worth the hundred dollars a year, whatever the fuck it is.
2: Just getting all this shit the next day, and now with the ret- yes. Now that with the return policy, oh my, they're going to get a lot more money from me.
0: Well, I, I e I've emailed them. You know, like I've, I've gotten a couple things wrong when you order like five thousand products in three years. <laughs> like a couple of them are going to come incorrectly. Yeah. I, I I email them. It's like I get an email back. I don't know, 40 minutes later, 30 minutes later from a a live person saying, okay, no big deal. They always take care of it. There's no questions asked. There's no bullshit. I've had times where they told me I didn't even even need to return it. They were just going to send me a new one. We don't need the damaged one, whatever. They're just doing everything right. Amazon, that's why they're running the world.
2: And, you know, not to get all political, but that genius AOC – that like didn't let them come to New York, or led the charge to not let them in. I mean, what a yeah. moron! Real uh, smart. Know, I'm not sure exactly what Amazon is paying or not paying in taxes, or what they're doing, not using the post office, or who the fuck cares. But you know, what? Why we have to hate companies that are great? That we we notice company is not. You know, it's not fucking uh, Rockefeller, or J.P. Getty, oil, or some shit. This is a guy that started this company and it became the greatest company in the world. Just let it be. Why do we have to mur- mur- like just hate this company? Hate everything that's perfect.
0: I mean, I don't hate it. I think the only thing that would ever scares me is the m- monopolies, and I don't think we're there. That's not what's happening. No. I mean, Amazon. I'd be more afraid of a Facebook uh, Zuckerberg monopoly of just about everything um before amazon i think amazon there's still competition they're still competing against walmart surprisingly walmart has a pretty decent online you know retail presence oh but yeah <clears throat> yeah they do i mean they're they're well you know i mean they're international um but i just like from a convenience standpoint amazon nobody even compares really
2: no i i, I, I yeah like i said I was blown away by the return policy, and I'm like, this company is awesome. Why would you turn them away from your town? so stupid.
0: I don't know. Well, she's, a, she's kind of a dumbass. So did you, speaking of um, dumbasses, uh, I didn't get to watch the full Bachelorette, and I don't think that we've talked too much about this season's Bachelorette yet. And for people that are just kind of new to this podcast, you know, we we covered the Bachelor. Uh, with colton underwood and and uh, and now because we're in a fantasy league where we draft uh, the contestants and we did so again for the Bachelorette. How are you enjoying the season so far? It's only a few episodes in
2: I, I love this season. I love this Hannah I think she is uh she's great I, i'm impre- I'm so impressed with her and she's so endearing and she she is yeah she's like she's she's you know has done pageant she's poised but she's goofy and she's not poised like she's not completely polished but she is like she's been tough on the on the guys when they're jerk offs this year like I am so yeah. impressed with this girl I love everything about her
0: yeah I am too she's not an idiot no you know and I, I liked her last year though too like I remember I mean with uh, Colton I remember saying she was one of my favorites and just because she was kind of goofy and but I thought that she was like aware of that, right. you know, like yeah. she wasn't too full of herself, and she's very pretty. But she wasn't all about that, you know. She was just kind of like a regular chick. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm loving it, and I really am enjoying. Now, this sounds really weird for me to say, but I'm I'm enjoying watching these dudes battle it out more than I did the the women really battling it out. This it's been more entertaining for me. Yeah, yeah. I, it's probably this this Luke P psychopath and, um, <laughs> it's a, you know you had that idiot Cam that got yeah. booted last week. Um Yeah, I've I've been enjoying it. It's it's like just because all all these guys you get that many guys together, like they just get pissed off at each other eventually. And I think that's what's starting to happen.
2: It's it's a good group of guys, and then of course yeah you have your good, your good crazy one which always helps. <laughs> um But yeah, it's. I'm really impressed with her.
0: Yes, likewise. And yeah, up, even coming, Maureen Maureen hates like all these women on TV, and even she said she's like I like Hannah B. Yeah. So,
2: I mean, yeah, to, kudos. Tonight, I missed. I was falling asleep during the Luke P stuff, so I have to, I have to watch it later this week. So I can't get. You
0: fall asleep during the most exciting I, parts of the episode.
2: You know, tonight though, uh, this was a rare time where I fell asleep during a show, and Melinda was awake and um she she i saw her leaving i'm like what was there Rose, there was no rose ceremony and i don't know if you've experienced this yet but when there's an episode without a rose ceremony like bachelor nation goes batshit because it's (laughs) like you know why the fuck are we watching this don't make us wait so then they'll do it the beginning of next episode and it's why do they do that they used to do it quite a bit like i don't think they did it for colton
0: um no no there was always a rose ceremony at the yeah, end of every episode so this is the
2: first time in a while and it's a it's obnoxious
0: yeah i don't like that that that's bullshit you know people you wait all week that's like <laughs> i would hate that shit they would they would do it at the end of walking dead back when we used to watch that like you know all of a sudden like someone's about to die <clears throat> or they're in a precarious situation. And they never would bring it to a conclusion at the end of that episode. You'd always have to wait till the beginning of the next episode. That is so fucking cheap to do that.
2: Such an old ploy. It really is, and and and. But you know, by the same token, you could almost say that about Breaking Bad. Except every end of Breaking Bad was so awesome. Oh please! It didn't matter.
0: <laughs> but no, it really didn't.
2: I couldn't imagine no. when I binge Breaking Bad. There was so many times when I was binging it, where I was like, obviously, especially at the end of seasons, where I'm like, I can't imagine waiting a year for this episode I'm about to watch. You know,
0: no, th- that those. <sighs> Thank God I didn't watch oh that real God, time.
2: They, no, I, it. I feel bad, but on the other hand, like, oh my God, that would have been just excruciating. Yeah,
0: like, I wish that I was part of it. The, the same as, like we said, for Game of Thrones. I wish I was part of that whole experience. of what. But Breaking Bad, it wasn't the same as... Like, I mean, the show is better. Way better. It's the best show of all time. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, maybe. But it wasn't as big as Game of Thrones, like, as big an experience. But I still wish that I was watching it at that time. I just... I think you're right. It would have been tough to wait, like, in between seasons,
2: let alone weeks. Oh, my... What, wasn't one of the ends of the season when when uh, Walt ran over the drug dealers wasn't that a final season episode and he tells Jesse run that was the end of
0: an episode in that season but it, it wasn't, wasn't the, oh, was it the end it, of a season nah because he still had to deal with Gus um, oh, alright he, he, he still had to deal with Gus spoiler alert for anyone who, <laughs> who hasn't seen where Walter White runs over the drug dealers oh, yeah, but um
2: Oh, it's okay. But even he, that-
0: he, he runs over many drug dealers, so we're, we can't. We're not talking about just one scene. <laughs> um,
2: but that moment where he's run, I'm like, holy fuck! What an ending!
0: You know, and you might be right though. I could be wrong. That might have been a finale because the way that you're describing it now, it's sounding like it was a finale.
2: If only we had computers around us. <laughs> if only, yeah. If only there was a way to look that up. Jesus, are you all right?
0: Yeah, you, a mosquito is coming after me. <laughs> so where are we at? Let, me, t- we, let, are, me, tell you, let me tell you something. Okay. I, I, I think I hate mosquitoes more than just about anything on earth. It's like rats and rats, uh, maybe uh, tarantulas and then mosquitoes. Hmm. I'm a real bitch when it comes to a mosquito. I don't like they, they spread fucking malaria and shit.
2: Yes, but I don't know if you're in danger of that. No, no,
0: no! no. Uh, they just creep me out. I don't like them.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> Where are we at? Are like we like we have time to
2: go Sopranos, or are we at the wrap it up?
0: Z- we got zero time for that. Okay, we got zero time for that. Yeah, we're about an hour and twenty minutes in. Oh. Um, I think the two-hour episodes were, were were welcome for Game of Thrones fans. I don't know that people want to hear us go two hours every week. It's uh, maybe a little obnoxious on our parts to think
2: that people want to
0: hear that much of us uh every every seven days
2: we always forget to remind everybody at the beginning of the episode please listen at one and a half times speed it's always (laughs) it's always at the end of these marathons that we remember yeah don't listen to this at regular speed god
0: yeah especially when we're talking about like set design and fucking wigs and and makeup on game of thrones you don't want to listen to that at god forbid don't go slow speed either Oh. Gotta
2: speed it up. Oh no. Julie Don't step it down. Guard state of mine's talking about wigs and makeup again.
0: <laughs> this this show goes really deep.
2: This old trope. We, we, they love their, yeah. It's coming a real crutch for them.
0: Not many podcasts were talking about the wigs and uh the the guy dropping snow on the on the pavement was, the way we did.
2: I have to say it was funny. I, I did listen to Cockles and conch shells and all that and uh
0: Did you like the theme song? At least I I just like the theme song to their podcast. I do
2: love the theme song. I do. It's fantastic. But it was interesting listening to those guys, and I I guess it turns out they're really popular, but they were, man, they were scrambling. I feel bad for the people that have, like, millions of listeners, and they're like, Game of Thrones is ending. What the fuck are we going to do now? And they're, like, reassuring everybody. No, no, we have stuff to talk about.
0: Oh, yeah, right. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess they're just going to talk about other TV shows, right?
2: Isn't that what they said? Well, yeah, but, you know, because people were, like, saying, oh, it was nice listening to you guys. And you are like, no, 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 you can still listen, you can still listen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, Bald Move, let's see, they've already had an established fan base because they've done, well, you know, you've listened to their other podcasts. I mean, they've covered all the major shows that we care about um, besides Sopranos. I don't think they they were, they weren't around for that, but, you know, they've already got an established fan base. I think these, these, people that just started a podcast for game of thrones you know they're fucked you know it, it, they only have people that want to listen to them talking about that in yeah. that universe they, they don't want to hear them talk about I, I don't know whatever show's coming out you know westworld like the, these people aren't just like transferring over to a new show
2: they're gonna leave they're done yeah thank god we you know we have the eagles and we have the philly sports and and uh all the other oh, good the best stuff. is yet to come oh for people
0: that haven't even, you know, gotten to experience us going through yes. an NFL season with them,
2: you know what? It's a thing of beauty. We forgot to talk about uh, that passenger shaming on Facebook. That ordeal. Um, we did. So we'll have to talk. Well, we'll talk about that next time. Where? Yeah. I, I just I commented something for you to see, and then I was in the midst of a Facebook war that I wasn't <laughs> that I didn't enter into. Uh, but I, I took I took the fight on nonetheless And you know it's crazy And I it, we do have to say I will say it now since we're done with Game of Thrones But Mallory Rubin From Binge Mode Decides to say How everybody was wrong To get Uptight about how she acted about direwolves Like somehow she put on the audience That we were all idiots When she was crying about direwolves Because Sobbing yeah, because she's... Like breaking down. Yeah, because she said, I did say that I knew they were probably going to meet back up in the north. And now she's mad. I mean, she must be kidding, right? I, I, I was so aggravated by that. and but
0: I, I haven't broken down like that since I watched Marley and Me, the way that <laughs> she broke down for yeah. the Dire Wolves. It was embarrassing. Right. And, and she was reading a passage from the book and yes. practically sobbing.
2: And we're the assholes now. Because, right. because we got, because we we thought she was a fool for uh, reacting like that.
0: Well, she was a fool, yeah. I don't know how she thought that it was okay to turn it around. Or, but you are talking about two people who are unapologetic—her and Jason. Yeah. They, they're unapologetic for the way they behave. Like, of course, it was completely normal for her. They, they never feel—I am sure—they never feel bad about the way they behave. And you've seen some of the the comments that people leave on, on in their reviews for those guys. They're so obnoxious and like they never took the hint once to tone it down. If anything, they just got worse and worse
2: for the entire time I listened. I I mean, you know, I guess when you're that popular, you really should never read any comments. But there has to be, I mean, it's like the Emperor's new clothes over there. Like, is any, there has to be someone that says, Hey, listen, guys, this is too much. It's too much.
0: Uh, do you think that they didn't read their reviews? I guess you're probably right. Maybe they didn't, because they would have been... She would have been sobbing
2: about that. (laughs) Maybe. people were harsh. I was. I did. I I listened to it at regular speed, just because I'm like, alright, this is the last time I'm ever going to listen to these assholes. And I just want to kind of soak it in my... It was like a hate listen. (laughs) It's like your last hurrah with them. Yeah, it was. And, uh on some level i'll miss them i guess because it it, it was it was just insane
0: it's just the experience i'm gonna miss the experience of it all but you know what i'm glad it was kind of short-lived and that's probably the way that it needed to be like i what am i gonna spend my whole year analyzing a fucking tv show (laughs) like you know how many more weeks could we have devoted our lives to that it was just insane I was obsessed with it. I was listening to different podcasts every day. I know. I, and then you and I are debating about it and getting a fucking arguments. Like what the hell?
2: I guess T V show. Even we, we even we got tired and ready to move on. Are we maybe we should get ready to do uh Star Wars podcast.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not going back to Star Wars. Um we'll let others do that. I'll watch like the um Whatever the the final movie is that's coming out for Star Wars, I'll watch that just because I just want to complete it. Because uh, I did watch the other two, but I think I need to start disengaging from Star Wars. I'm like fucking forty six, right? I just don't we have to start like backing off.
2: I don't know. I mean, I'm proud of myself. I've never seen any of Iron Man's and all that. Whatever that movie that was just out, yeah, like the Avengers. and The Avengers. And all that shit. I have not seen any of that. Uh, yeah. You know. Uh, Thanos, I, got, you know, you could spoil it to me all you want. I did not give a, a, a damn about any of that. So, I, like, I have my nerd That's... my nerd lanes.
0: You didn't see, like, um, so you didn't see Guardians of the Galaxy? No. Nah.
2: I am sure it's good. Is I it... heard it's good. I don't care.
0: No, it's really funny. I, I will say, like, it. I saw a couple of those movies. Like, I saw the first Iron Man. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but you know, I saw like three. I think I saw one of the. Captain America's, so I saw like three out of the, you know, 35 available. Um, so I, I'm kind of with you. I'm somewhat proud that I didn't just sit there and binge watch fucking superhero movies, but I will give them credit. The ones that I watched were good, and Guardians of the Galaxy is, honestly, it's hilarious. Yeah. It was it was really funny. Um, and it was kind of like a new spin on, on the whole comic book sort of a thing, but I don't know. I just feel like we're, we're
2: getting too old for this, for, for, for superheroes. Yeah, it's too much. It's mean, you and me. Yeah, there's not, I mean, it's like there's, there's nothing else we can watch anymore.
0: No, there's not really. Then Now they're remaking Batman again. Did you see that? No. The fucking guy from, uh, what's his name? Robert Pattinson from Twilight. He's going to be Bruce Wayne. <laughs> He's going to be Batman. Oh, damn. See that reaction?
2: Yeah, (laughs) how many fucking Batman's do we need and Spider-Man and all?
0: (laughs) There's a, it's like a fucking canon. You have to have a new Batman every four years.
2: God, we were. I mean, after, after
0: Christian Bale, why did they need to do it again? Like, I love the Dark Knight series. I didn't see that. Should have been it.
2: Yeah, I didn't see those either. Oh, Jesus Christ! You you didn't see those. It's funny. Hayden was like way in the Justice League and the Batman cartoons when he was little, and we saw. We saw a couple of the Spider-Mans in the movies, but then that was it. Like, it never, there was nothing past that. Guy, when I think back, the, the worst part about this, and this is why I guess it was so popular because it's people our age that finally have, you know, money for movies and stuff. Like, can you imagine how how happy we would have been? If we had more Spider-Man, remember how big Batman was the first time, and and the, and the oh all the Christopher God, the Christopher Reeve Superman were like, like oh my God, they were the greatest things of our childhood, and the and yes, my favorite movie, like Superman Two, was my favorite movie for years. Yeah, oh my God, Superman Two. So they're, they're making a Batman movie, a Spider-Man movie every ten seconds. We just had that <laughs> we had that awesome cartoon. Like we would have killed for this stuff.
0: No, that cartoon was
2: pretty good. It was,
0: but yeah, you're right. I mean, we were dying to see like these superheroes come to life, and yeah, like the Batman with uh, Jack Nicholson. That was that was huge. Yes, like I remember. I think I went to see like the midnight showing of that uh-huh. the night that it came out. Um, like a big fucking tool, and but I loved it, and yeah. Now it's like these kids, they're overloaded. It doesn't even mean anything to them, honestly. Not the way it would have to us back then.
2: No, no, it was it, now, I mean, I'll still go see the next Star Wars in the first couple days it comes out though.:
0: Um no I won't, I won't. I, I, like I, I think we talked about this, like I was very attached to the original Star Wars Empire and Return of the Jedi, and then that was it for me, and I've watched the rest of them, but you know, I kind of I I don't know. I'm a, I guess I'm a purist. It was the first three for me, and that was it.
2: Yes, that's what everyone has said about
0: you. A purist. Yes. Or a, I'm an asshole.
2: <laughs> pure asshole. You think? A
0: pure that's asshole. It's not a purist. It, it, you cut them off.
2: So in, in my defense, probably. So next week, we'll do. Pat. We had to talk about the passenger shaming Facebook story and Sopranos and, season two. We're going to yes. start our rewatch.
0: So Soprano Season 2, and I think I, to start off on the right foot, Oh, well, let's just do two episodes. We can't do three. Yeah, let's Two do. episodes, episodes one and two. Season two.
2: Yes, let's just do two at a time. Perfect.
0: All right. Lovely. Oh, I, I think uh, Hazel's had enough.
2: Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the dogs are barking.
0: Yeah, so have I. It's 1.17 uh, a.m. here Tuesday morning, June 4th. I think this is a wrap, my friend.
2: Yes, I agree.
0: All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Jeff, as always, it's been a true pleasure being a professional podcaster with you. I mean, come on, at 44 episodes. This is, this is a profession at this point, right?
2: You know, if, if, uh, if you'll allow me to step out of character for a second. Uh, of course. I will say it has been a pleasure doing all these episodes with you. And uh, you've been very generous to me. And you're a lovely, lovely person, and uh, I'm looking forward to many, many, many more podcasts. And
0: you're you sound like Hyman Roth. I gotta be honest with you. uh, And now let's have some cake.
2: Have you seen the podcast? Uh, Make sure everyone sees it. (laughs) I'm Uh, always I'm always accurate. Too many platitudes.
0: Save it for the hundredth episode,
2: Johnny. I'm, I'm always accurate about how many numbers of episodes we've done. And uh, we're going to have some cake.
0: So <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> uh, okay. Hold on. Could go on. While forever. you're on the subject. Yes. Yeah.
2: Hyman Roth, that scene, he's wearing a white shirt with, like, blue pinstripes. And, mm-hmm. and on after the first day of shooting they lost his shirt speaking of wardrobe they need the game of thrones yeah. crew on this they lost his shirt they couldn't find it and they bought really? a white shirt and penned in pinstripes to match and you can kind of see it in certain takes <laughs> that's genius where it's like a little bit weird looking stripes on there um, but just a little tidbit for you that would never happen today Th- game of thrones no <laughs> that's
0: shirts. pretty genius though that reminds me of a Curb episode when Larry was uh, shooting that movie with Scorsese and Cheryl threw away the jacket that he was supposed <laughs> to be wearing. Or she gave it away to the homeless guy. <laughs> uh, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. And it also had uh, the plane tickets in there where they were supposed to fly yes. to go to her sister's
2: baptism.
0: or to, I think she was converting to be a Jew. <laughs>
2: She was converting oh, the no, Jewish no. guy. He was getting baptized. The
0: Jewish guy was being converted. That's right. He was being baptized. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had the Jews on the one side and the Christians on the other yelling at each other. Didn't
2: Larry stopped the christening! He thought he was getting drowned.
0: Yes. Perfect. Genius. Yeah. Yeah. He thought somebody was being drowned. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Listen. That's Enough it. is enough. Uh, Enough is enough. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Jeff, thank you, as always, and uh, I'll let you have the final word. Johnny,
2: do me a favor. Can you put a smile on your face? It's a god in the
1: state of mind. Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time. Football kids and movies about crime. It's a god in the state of mind.